Welcome to Blessed in This Mess. I'm your host, Lori Schlosser, and you're listening to episode number 11. Well, here we are in the week before Father's Day, and I am going to break one of my rules and share some information that I have shared in a previous episode. So if you've listened to episode number eight, Finding Peace After Caregiving Ends, this is in essence the same content. It's just that I think this content is so solid, it definitely bears repeating. And I have run into so many listeners and frankly, people in the community in the last few weeks who have lost fathers and husbands and are deep in the grief process that I just knew that I needed to replay this information from episode number eight. So if you've listened to episode number eight, you don't necessarily need to listen to this one all the way through. It's going to be very similar content. If you haven't though, and you are in the grief process here around Father's Day, you're missing a husband a father, an uncle, a grandfather, or someone who's been like a father to you, I invite you to listen to the information presented. If you're looking for some comfort, some clarity, some peace, I think you're going to find the resources that I've listed very helpful. They are always provided for your convenience in the show notes, so you can check them out there. So let's take it from the top. This is a rewind of episode number eight, Finding Peace After Caregiving Ends. This is the Father's Day edition. I invite you to listen in. Blessed in This Mess is a podcast to encourage and support family caregivers. If you are caring for someone you love through chronic illness or disability, you're in the right place. Family caregiving is messy. It can be exhausting and isolating, but there are blessings to be found, even in the mess. I invite you to join me here every other week for some fresh perspective and simple reminders about the blessings in your role, about staying positive and preserving your health for the long run. Today we're talking about finding peace after caregiving ends. I wanted to devote an episode to this topic because in my experience and based upon all that you have shared with me, it's so needed whenever a loved one passes, period, full stop. Additionally, it's been brutal for family caregivers to lose loved ones in the last couple years, either from COVID or from any other cause, because the changes around COVID have traumatized all of us. They've been so hard on the human spirit. So much isolation for people who were created to be in community in all life circumstances, including loss. I know far too many family caregivers who were not allowed to do any of the things we expect to do for our loved ones in their final days. You know the stories as well as I do, and they are heartbreaking. No visits, no goodbyes, often no end-of-life services with family and friends, so much trauma, so little healing, devastating for the human spirit. I thank God each day that I was able to be with my mom as she passed, and I so feel for those of you 
who were not able to be right alongside your loved ones. Now, I am not a therapist, and the ideas I share today just scratch the surface of information available on grief and loss. They're based on my observations and the resources that I've found to be trustworthy and credible and helpful, and I do have some really good ones. I have three takeaways from three different sources for you, a series of booklets, a DVD, and a podcast that eventually became a book. So there are three different kinds of resources, and each has been uniquely valuable to me in the last nine months. No matter how your caregiving journey ended or will end, I believe these resources could be part of your journey to peace. The first is a series of four little inexpensive, easy-to-read booklets written by clinical psychologist Dr. Kenneth Hawk called Journeying Through Grief. Journeying Through Grief. Dr. Hawk is the founder of Stephen Ministries, but you don't have to be connected to Stephen Ministries to get your hands on these resources. And you don't necessarily even have to be a churchgoer to really appreciate them. I have shared them with several other people, some churchgoers, some who are not. They are designed to be read three weeks, three months, six months, and 11 months after your caregiving has ended. So they're spaced out over time. Although I am not suggesting that after one year, you are still not on your journey to healing. I love them because they address so many of the thoughts that are part of life after caregiving, including the fog you may feel after loss, the anger, and we all know there can be anger around Uh, your relationship with God, your relationship with the person who has left you, your family. They address issues around guilt, and there's been so much guilt around loss during this pandemic time. People who could not be and do what they wanted to do for their loved one. And also, these booklets address so well the loneliness that comes from loss. My biggest takeaway from journeying through grief has been find your healing people. Sometimes they are people that just hang with you in silence as you share, not listening to respond, just listening to understand kind of where you are. And Dr. Hawk lists HEAL as an acronym. The H is for HEAR, like as in I'm here for you. These healing people are here for you. They offer you the gift of their presence. They are E for empathetic. They will try to understand your pain. Empathetic. A for accepting. They offer no judgment or bossiness around how you should think or how you should feel or how long it should take you as you're healing. And then the L in heal is for listening. Healing people let you share your feelings and tell your story sometimes again and again as things come to you. Now, your healing people may be a loved one, or it may not. It may be a a friend, someone outside your family. Not that you don't love your friends, but a healing person may also be a grief counselor, someone in a grief support group or a grief support group in general, a therapist. Healing people will give you space, sometimes to reflect, sometimes to reminisce, sometimes to share. There may be tears, there may be laughter, all the emotions. Finding your healing people. 
golden. Part of journeying through grief, those little booklets, easy to read, on point, so affirming, highly recommend. My second favorite resource around life after caregiving ends is a 42-minute documentary on DVD called Voices of Grief, Honoring the Sacred Journey. This resource was recommended to me by a dear friend whose cousin has spent her career counseling people of all ages through loss. It follows the story of multiple people who have lost someone they love, either through chronic or terminal conditions or accidents or sudden death. It just runs the gamut. Their stories provide the backdrop for the work of contemporary authors and poets and leading grief experts who offer wisdom and suggestions to support healing. This DVD is so well done, Voices of Grief, and everyone who's contributed to its production is an expert in this area. So many takeaways in this one. I've watched it multiple times. I've taken notes. And my notes include statements like, you cannot heal what you don't allow yourself to feel. You cannot heal what you don't allow yourself to feel. And grief has to have space so much wisdom. This DVD really reaffirms for me that each person's experience is unique. Your experience through grief is unique, and it doesn't have a timetable. does not have a timetable. And denial or stuffing it does not work. Each person must walk, walk it out, walk through grief at his or her own pace. The DVD is available to be streamed for like $5 or purchased at voicesofgrief.org. I highly recommend you check it out if you're in the grief process or you're walking along with someone who is. And my favorite takeaway, borrowed from David Kessler, renowned expert on grief, who has collaborated with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, well-known as the author of the five stages of grief in um, her book on death and dying. My favorite takeaway, you will be whole again, but you will never be the same. You will be whole again, but you will never be the same. Remember how we talked about caregiving changing you in episode one? Caregiving changes you. That change may mean you're more compassionate, more patient, more forgiving, more in tune with others. You will be whole again after grief, but you will never be the same. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Voices of Grief on DVD, so well done, medicine for the soul. That leads me to my third favorite resource, a podcast, which became a book by Emily P. Freeman called The Next Right Thing. So often, life after caregiving feels like there's a hole in it, an empty space that tugs at your heart and is so hard to ignore. Enter Emily P. Freeman, and she uses the middle initial because I guess there are other Emily Freemans, but she's the author. She has a voice that could calm any troubled soul. And I know some of you have told me that my voice is calming to you, and I'm so glad for that. But Emily P. Freeman, I can listen to her anytime, and she brings me so much peace, and that girl can turn a word. She's taught me so much about the value in allowing myself enough headspace and time with decisions. 
about deciding what she calls is life-giving and what is life-draining in my days, and about watching for what she calls the subtle arrows that point to people or things that might support me on my path. One podcast and I was hooked. So much wisdom, so much compassion, I had to read her book. I started it as my mom was fading because I was having trouble in some ways putting one foot in front of the other in making decisions because I had so much on my plate. And it has been so good as I've discerned my next right thing. And this podcast, by the way, is part of my next right thing. My takeaway is a paragraph where Emily writes, Instead of clear plans, may we be willing to settle in and take the next right step, even though it may lead someplace we didn't quite pack for. May we stop insisting that everything have an explanation. Oh, that is good. May we stop insisting that everything have an explanation. Let's be men and women who keep our ears gently pressed against the heart of God willing to respond to faint whispers and small nudges, and even have an openness to be the wink of God for someone else. Let me repeat that last sentence again. Let's be men and women who keep our ears gently pressed against the heart of God, willing to respond to faint whispers and small nudges, and even have an openness to be the wink of God for someone else. In time, maybe not now for you, but in time, I believe you and I are uniquely positioned to be the wink of God for someone else. Given all we've learned, all we've loved, all we've lost on this journey as a caregiver, and all we've gained. The podcast and the book, The Next Right Thing, highly recommend. So there are my three favorite resources with these takeaways. Find your healing people. Accept that you will be whole again, but you will never be the same. Be open to being the wink of God for someone else. My Bible touch point for today comes from Ecclesiastes 3.11. It reads, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. So what word of encouragement do I have for the son whose grief is still palpable since his mom passed last year? Or the wife who courageously companioned her husband through so many cancer treatments only to lose him before he walked their oldest daughter down the aisle? If only I could speak the words that would heal your heart or fill the empty space in your soul, I surely would. I'm sorry, I cannot. But I do believe that your journey and mine will be made beautiful in God's time. That on this side of eternity, not everything can be explained. And yet He gives us each other and plants the seeds of healing and wholeness for us to share as He works from beginning to end. I hope my words have been life-giving to you today. I hope you find these resources helpful. 
More importantly, I pray you find whatever supports you best on your own unique path. May your journeying through grief lead you beyond pain to a new wholeness, and may you find peace with your ear gently pressed against the heart of God. Thanks for joining me today. If you know other caregivers who would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. For links to the valuable resources used in today's episode, check out the show notes or the podcast tab on my website at laurieschlosser.com. Better yet, go to my website and subscribe. That way you're added to my mailing list and you never miss an episode or any updates I'm sharing. I hope you find healing and peace a little more and a little more each day when your journey as a caregiver ends. As always, you are on my heart and in my prayers. See you next time.